When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a show in season three. If you didn't know, we included the Dean. Wiggler and Jazz, here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail, Dean Dale with all of our friends. The brightest timeline's here to shine the way. Community building is here to stay. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's community building here on Post Show Recaps, talking about community season three, episode 13. Digital exploration of interior design. I am Josh Wigler, and I'm joined here by Subway. Yes, I am the new corpo human human uh, here to represent. Um, would you like to try our delicious six inch veggie sub? Eat fresh. It's, it's not terribly convincing that you're a human being when you can't quite say human on the first <laughs> shot. I would fail one of those. Are you a robot? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I am so excited to be back here on Community. Apologies for the unanticipated uh, missing out of last week. I'm sure you all had a great time with uh, Shut Up Tim, uh, who uh, I think also would be like a great avatar for uh, 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 Shrek Up Tim, Mm -hmm. uh, Subway Tim. I feel like he is the perfect person to go through the personification of like a very strange business. He would be down for this. I feel he like. would stick to the bit 100%. Yeah. He'd be committed. Yes. Um, and what a bit it is uh, when we're talking about subway, Jess, you just got to take a big bite out of a subway. Don't you? Yeah, this is the way that you do, uh, you know, this is just the way that they should do ad placements in all yeah. shows. Just yeah. be super upfront about it. 
Yeah. How do we get um, that Subway scratch? Do we have to like change our names to Subway for an episode of the podcast? What do you mean? Get oh to get to get yeah. them to pay us? Yeah. I mean, why not? Do we want Subway money? I don't know. I mean, I love an Italian BMT. I'm not gonna lie. Are you are you a big Subway person, Jess? Do you like the um, Subway? Are you a Subway? Are you a fan of Subway? Fan? Um, I will say, as I've gotten older, not so much. But when I was a kid, I used to. When I was like a teenager, it was the only like fast food place in my small town, and so yeah. we used to go a decent bit. Um, and yeah, it has that distinct Subway scent. Um, yeah. like I, I'm so shocked that, you know, with all of the like bacon scented products you can get and like weird, like Dr. Pepper lip balm or whatever. How have they not Dr. come out? Dr. Pepper lip balm? Is that a thing? I think I want to say lip smackers made it. Let's see. Or maybe it wasn't lip smackers. Let's see. Dr. Pepper lip Dr. balm. I'm Pepper sure it exists. Lip balm. Oh my it gosh. Definitely has that to. feels, uh. That feels oh, Allure. Intense. Allure sells them. They have okay. Dr. Pepper lip smackers. I'm trying to remember the last time I had a Dr. Pepper. It has been quite a minute. I love a diet Dr. P. Yeah, uh, it's been a minute. It's been a long time since I've had the Dr. Peps. I could va- I could like vaguely taste it right now, but I don't I can't trust like that my nice cherry uh It's a little cherry adjacent, I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. But oh, you like a, a Subway and you're saying you're saying there's like an uh, like an an ode to Subway bread, something like that. Like Yeah, scent. I mean it would smell absolutely disgusting, yeah. but like people yes. would buy it. Yeah, people yeah. would buy it. People like these in in today's day and age People buy like the Kraft macaroni and cheese ice cream. Uh, That's people, what I'm saying. People yeah. buy the Gray's yeah. Papon ice cream. Um, uh, people are going to buy like a Subway in a bottle. I think mm-hmm. is absolutely correct. A or lot it could of this even is, like, be like a gag gift. You know, mm-hmm. like if anybody does those like white elephant gift exchange type things, yeah. bring a Subway scented perfume. What a what an awful prank, though. Imagine walking around, uh, you know, your city or your town or wherever, and you've mm-hmm. sprayed yourself with Subway cologne. There are going to be a couple of really hungry, soon to be hangry people yeah. following you. It's like, what's that? That's where's the Subway? Why I know I getting... that smell. It's unmistakable. We all know what the Subway smells like. Why Where am I getting it? a hankering for sweet onion chicken teriyaki right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would never do the sweet onion chicken teriyaki. No, personally. that was like a staple of one no. of my really good friends in high school. She always did the sweet onion chicken teriyaki. I think it was an Italian BMT guy. I think Italian yeah. BMT is a good one. Um, I um in college, I I uh for my I think it was my second semester of junior year, I was like on a pretty hardcore diet and I almost lived off of like a six inch um uh like the six inch half sandwich with like turkey and as many vegetables as i could load up on uh on the sandwich uh for lunch every day because it was like Mm -hmm. kind of far away so i would walk as far as i could i think this was the jared strategy by the way this is like pre knowing all the truth about all of that uh so not great it did work Doesn't mean that was a good thing to do. No, no. Well, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know the last time I had a subway. 
Um, I had one not that long ago. I had a hankering, and there is one down the street from where I live. So This episode, I I have to admit, I was very hungry while watching this episode. I remain hungry having just recently finished watching the episode, and I would destroy. I would do very bad things to a Subway sandwich right now. I might get Subway for dinner tonight. Uh, Not so bad as an idea. (laughs) Will you post it in the Posha Recaps patron Discord that people can access at patreon.com slash Posha Recaps when they sign up to become a patron of Posha Recaps at any level to get access to the Discord, and you can put it in dinner tonight. It's a channel that everyone has access to and you could post a picture of your subway sandwich jess sterling that was a very long question and the answer is yes cool dope all right we are talking about the 13th episode of season three here on community if my math is right and it may not be mm-hmm. we have nine episodes left in season three is that correct tis correct oh my god God, your maths is good. We're math and right today, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe we are on the other side of the halfway point here in season three. Uh, yeah. This is this is an episode that I have seen before. It was not yes. an episode that I remembered particularly well because when we watched this for Community Building Season Zero, all the way back when this was a patron-only podcast. You had me watch this because of what comes next. Yes. So I paired this with Pillows and Blankets, which is the next episode, because they are kind of a, even Abed says, to be continued, right? Like they are kind of a TBC, so... Yes. Kind of uh, it's it's nice to watch them paired together. Uh, which is ironic because this time we're going to have like a full week in between the to be continued if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's no community so. building next week. Jess, I believe that you are going to be away on vacay. Any special reason why? Any like sort of like uh it's my birthday. Oh, wow. Well, I just wanted to make sure that we got it out there that next week when is it, Jess? It is August 10th. It falls on a Wednesday, and I'm a Leo, so you best darn know that I'm keeping track of who wishes me a happy birthday. And I just want to say, Eric <laughs> Divestein, if you screw this up, <laughs> if you screw this up. I'll never forgive you. She'll never forgive you. Uh, mm-hmm. So happy birthday in advance, Jess. We'll have to do the check-in on the other side of your birthday week mm-hmm. to see how the birthday went. But this will be our last community building uh, until the week after next. And then just looking at the calendar right now, I foresee no interruptions through the rest of season three. No planned, no interruptions. planned interruptions. No yes. planned interruptions. We'll just be going through uh, at, at conspicuous timing uh, for the post recap schedule as we will be firing season three back up around the same time that house of the dragon is firing up our faces uh game of thrones returning oh to hbo so we have intense. all we have already begun our ramp up coverage for the return of game of thrones here on post show recaps by the time that people are listening to this in either the patron podcast feed or in the main feed uh there will already be a house of the dragon kickoff show and we've got a bunch of previews that are coming up throughout the month we're really psyched about it we're gonna have a really fun time covering the return of a show that many of us either are not prepared for, perhaps would never feel prepared for the return uh, of a Game of Thrones show after how things landed last go around. I've gotten very excited about it, though. I'm really amped for it. I think it's going to be really good. I've seen the trailer. It looks fun. Mm -hmm. I'm very forgiving with most things. I'm like, all right, I'll check. All right, you got me. You got me. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trailer was pretty magnificent. cool it was pretty cool 
yeah. was really, really cool. Like we so, waited a long time for dragons on Game of Thrones. Like, I'm talking big. Yeah, for old the big dragons. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, holy cannoli, the trailer looks really cool. A lot oh, of blonde yeah. people. It's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just like the really quick sales pitch on that. If like you're somewhat on the fence, we're going to go really hard on Game of Thrones here on Post Show Recap. So if you want to get excited and just like hang out with us on the podcast at the very least, just mm-hmm. like to push you a little over the edge. If you like were, were like Jess, and you're like, I'm waiting for these dragons to grow up. There's only three of them. They're babies, and that's cute and whatever. But like, show me yeah, actual they burn real... their food. It's so cute. Show me real freaking dragons, please. Yeah. House of the Dragon. It's called House of the Dragon. And it's not just because it's the Targaryens. It's because there's a shit ton of dragons. There's a lot of them. There's a, cool. There's a there's a, uh, a tremendous amount of dragons. So and they're all uh, many of them are very scary. Most yeah. of them are very scary in the proper context. But most of them, many of them, they're also really cool. And they have like individual personalities and stuff a little bit. So it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a really good show. Uh, at the very least, our podcast plan is really great. So if you want to listen to that Game of Thrones kickoff show that we did, um, uh, this is a little bit of time travel because as I'm saying these words to the patrons of Post Recaps who are watching live, podcast is not yet in your feed. By the time this podcast is in your feed, that podcast will be in our Game of Thrones feed. So we're kicking things off. It's going to be a really fun time. But here we are talking Subway, digital exploration of interior design jess um what do we think temperature on this one is this like is this somewhere between like um like above average to like good like pretty good you think yeah in the the thoughts of most people you would i would i would say above average i think i think a lot of people lump this with pillows and blankets which comes next and so by comparison i think pillows and blankets is better okay yeah i think for this episode, most people, I think, feel that two-thirds of the storyline is very strong. The remaining third, not so much. And that kind of drags it down a little bit. But I feel like overall an above-average episode of Community. Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt that way as well. There were things about it that I thought were really, really funny. Uh, and then other things that were just like, eh, you know, that happened on the show. I'll yeah. tell you once again, man, sometimes like Chevy Chase physical comedy seems to be really my thing because yeah. Chevy Chase just like guzzling blue raspberry pen ink is for whatever reason incredible yeah. to me. Uh, I, I totally agree. It really worked for me this episode. Like, and usually I am on the opposite end. It is not always my favorite, but this episode, it was working so well. And I don't know if it was because he had blue teeth or uh-huh. because he's chucking pens behind him and they're just lay- littering the floor. Um, but or the, like the he's little like a monster. He's like a little chin. bit of a monster, and yeah, it's, it's kind great. of incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, amazing. It's also a fabulous Brita episode once again. Yes. Um, just to spoil it in advance for me, here we are with yet another flat five for Brita this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing her domination of the meow meow beans in my heart yeah. at the very least. We'll see how she is doing in the charts. Uh, but a, a fun episode for Britta for sure. And then I don't know. I don't like it when Troy and I better fighting. I think. Yeah. It's a little I think rough. I don't like it. I think it makes me upset and I don't want this. I think they kind of had to do it for the show though. Like they had to show a little, because they, they like Abed kind of, warned then this might happen where like we go to school together we're gonna live together like we're bffs like it might be too much too much of a good thing and i think that's kind of what's happening in this episode i think so as well all right well let's talk about this episode jess it's digital exploration of interior design uh we're gonna get into all of it after a quick word from our sponsors who sadly are not subway stay tuned 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, and we are back. Let's podcast fresh, Jess. It's Digital Exploration of Interior Design, directed by Dan Ekman, written by Dan Harmon and Chris McKenna, originally aired March 29, 2012, and we begin in the cafeteria. So the dean is cutting a ribbon for the new subway in the cafeteria, but his scissors break. (laughs) Yeah. So he starts to try to rip it with his teeth. And surely the whole group is kind of watching. Shirley's upset. She wants you know that to be her sandwich you know shop. What's the worst thing is when yeah. like you clearly need scissors for a job and yet you so stubbornly refuse to like go and seek out the scissors. Does this happen to you? All the time. All the time, Especially right? when opening packages. Mm-hmm. Just like, go oh, you know, my scissors. keys will do it. My keys will do it. My keys are fine. Yeah. And the keys, they just aren't the proper scissors i'm like well this pen will work i'll just stab the tape with the pen and i'll just like bring it down really hard no that's not what you need you need the scissors why can't we as a society just realize we need to get the scissors first jess we need inspector gadget situation where it's coming out of my finger and that way i always have them um this is a i mean like this is obviously it's a big tangent but i think a great podcast at some point in time Mm -hmm. would be to uh list out all of the various gadgets we would install within ourselves if we were inspector gadget definitely scissor hands uh Um, not to be confused with edward um but definitely scissor hands um so we're assuming that we are somewhat cybernetic right if we are oh yeah i'm still human but i just have like you know i think i think some sort of cutting apparatus i don't know if i'm going with scissors maybe Maybe a knife um maybe like an exacto knife or something like that just like a little 
little tiny blade. Um, yeah. I would definitely have like a uh, USB-C charging port in one of my fingers. Brilliant. But yeah. I think the problem is they change that stuff all the time. Because yeah. you would have wanted like a micro USB port a few years ago. Right. So you need the ability to be able to unscrew and screw a new. Okay, and one so in. we're ne- and we're never. Yeah, are we are we saying that we're able to do replacements along? I the think way? you need to be able to like yeah. screw it in and unscrew it, so that way you could put a new one. Okay, a new type sure, sure, of sure. one. On. All right. Well, let's save this for you know we're gonna yeah. need this at some point down the very line. Very good when, material. When there's no more TV anymore, we're gonna need to do a lot of like throwbacky <laughs> stuff. This is a yes. good one. Let's put it on the list. Okay um and so shirley's upset because she's like that should have been my sandwich shop good continuity the story is flowing for sure yeah. this is good um and so we find out that they're tenting abed annie and troy's apartment so they're all displaced so annie is going to sleep in the study uh in the in this <laughs> in the study room where she's doing a sleep study right and as long as she wakes up every three hours and starts screaming then she'll be good she'll make yeah. i think she makes 20 bucks or something that's not a bad deal yeah. Ultimately, uh, Troy and Abed are going to build build a pillow fort. Uh, last time they made a blanket fort, but this one is going to be way more difficult, but way better. Yeah, um, I'm. You know, I think that I I have certainly spent some time in blanket forts. I don't know how many pillow forts I have spent time in. I can envision um, like sort of like the fusion of the two in my mind right now from my youth. Uh, a pillow fort would be would be harder, I do think. Absolutely. You, less surface area. You need more pillows. Yeah. Um, can I ask? I mean, some people are on the same community building journey as me, so I'm mm-hmm. a little reticent to like tip something that's coming up in next week's episode. But it's possible that I'm conflating it with something from earlier. Um, so I guess that's the question I have for you. Is it next week or has it already happened where everyone's like running through the fort and there's like all like the little subcultures within the fort? Next week. Okay, cool. That's a really yep. fun scene. I like mm-hmm. that quite a bit. Great. Yep. Um, and so Pierce, he's like, I, I found out how we're going to take down Subway. Apparently in the Green uh, Dale bylaws, any business operating for profit on the campus has to be at least 51% owned by a registered student. And Britt is like, well, I haven't seen any student in my pre-menopausal, post-feminist, exper- experiential marketing class. No, she hasn't. Um, but unfortunately for Pierce's plan, there is a 51% ownership from Subway the human. The human being here. known as Subway. A new student who's legally named Subway via a surprisingly legal process known as corpo-humanization. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Corpo-humanization. He's allowed to represent the collective humanity of business owners. He's contractually waived his birth identity, and now he's a man and student named Subway. He has an ID. He can't vote because he's only a week old. He's just a week old. Eat fresh. Eat fresh. Eat fresh. (laughs) To fist bump everyone pretty good and immediately i'm like oh subway's great yep. i kind of love subway and if not for the fact that subway becomes a different subway by the end of this episode i think he probably would have gotten my dean's list point yeah we'll talk about it because this episode has a really really tough lineup of uh, people eligible yeah the murderer's list. row of dean's list yeah. candidates for sure uh, so meanwhile, Jeff asks Annie to get him into the sleep lab. Uh, and Annie's like, it's not a blow off class. We're only allowed to bring in one stuffed animal. And so she brings out a kangaroo and she's like, but I'm using him to sneak in this mm-hmm. one. And there's yeah. a little frog in the pouch. And that frog. alone 
I don't know why, but that alone gave me so much joy. Just like she's, she's like so sneaky about it, but it's so stupid. Well, I think that it's nice to wonder about the possibilities of a kangaroo and a tiny little frog teaming up in that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're both very strong jumpers. Yeah. They got a lot in common. Yeah. I could see it. Although, like, the they, they live in definitely different climates, though. Like, the kangaroo is like, I need the hot sand. The frog is like, I need the wet swamp. Yeah. Well, could the pouch not be wet swamp adjacent for the frog? I don't know that the kangaroo would appreciate that very much. Yeah, and I don't know that we need to think about that much harder. <laughs> there you go. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we notice that Annie has lockers, and Jeff is like, I don't remember ever having lockers before. This is ridiculous that Jeff is just now realizing, despite the fact that he has had all of these conversations with all of these different characters by the lockers, that this is the first time he's realizing, wait, we have lockers. Yeah, two and a half years later. So mm-hmm. he opens his own locker. There's a ton of flyers in it. Halloween dance, post-Halloween dance, dance contest, contest dance. How much of this is uh, back-referencing stuff from uh, previous episodes, do we think? Um, I think Decent most amount. of it is yeah. just like the Dean loves a dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to have a lot of dances. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so then he's like, what is this? Save Garrett? What's wrong with Garrett? Mm-hmm. And, and and he's like, nothing. We saved him. Yeah, and we saved him. <laughs> he's by the water fountain just like struggling hard. Did we though? Did we <laughs> Did save we Garrett? Save so Annie finds a letter. It's a hate letter from a, a person named Kim. Yes, a person named Kim. Person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And this is going to be the start of Jeff's storyline through the episode. Yeah. And like this is for me where this storyline stops being that great. Like those uh-huh. two first scenes are funny. And then from here on, it's kind of like, meh. Eh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we're in the cafeteria and Pierce thinks that snakes travel in herds. Um, and, and this to me, I was like, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, I mean, a, a, like a sort of like a pack of snakes, you know. Now, I'm here's trying... the thing yeah. I've seen a video. Okay, so Will showed me this video where it's, I don't know what show it's from. <laughs> it's so funny. It's Snoop Dogg commenting on like Animal Planet type stuff. Okay. <laughs> There's these snakes. And they're like chasing an animal. Maybe it's a lizard. I can't remember. And Snoop Dogg's just like, oh, he's going to get him. (laughs) It's so (laughs) ridiculous. But these snakes, there were so many of them. So maybe Pierce is right. Listen, I've seen snakes on a plane. And that was a herd of snakes for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how snakes travel, but they may travel in herds. Yeah. Uh, Uh, So we're getting getting Britta being really pissed off about the whole subway and everything that she – Predicted this back in the day during her high school newspaper days when she had the column Britta Unfiltered. And she doesn't get how that's funny. <laughs> uh, hilarious. Very, very good. God, I yep. love Britta very much. Um, yep. So Shirley is thinking that maybe we will be able to use Subway against Subway. And that uh, yes. specifically they could use Britta and her progressive woman of liberated looseness. Yeah, corporate um, espionage. Yeah. Basically, they're trying to pimp out Britta. Exactly. And this is Pierce and Shirley's plan. And Pierce says, microphones hidden in lipstick, lipstick hidden in microphones, the deadliest yeah. weapon of them all, the penis fly trap. The penis fly trap. Yeah. Okay. And Pierce is super into it. And Britta's like, I am not a whore. And mm-hmm. if I was, I would be one that was like paid to go to Beijing. Incredible. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be a high class one. Uh, uh, so that's so, going to be their plan. So the so the pillow fort construction is underway. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we have Troy bribing the dean with a coupon to Bed Bath and Beyond for twenty percent off. And he's like, "You don't need to bribe." And he's like, "Actually." And yeah. he like he takes it. Uh, but when's the last time you were at a triple B? Um, a while ago. It's been a long time for me as well. Yeah, they have the Soda Stream little refill things, uh, yeah. which is usually what I'm there for. But yeah, I don't go there super often. Bed Bath and Beyond still a thing, right? Yep, still a thing. It's definitely like still a thing. thing. Yeah, Although yeah. our local one closed recently. Ah, R.I.P. Local yeah. BBB. Um, but yeah, so apparently the dean was just googling record lengths of stuff, which is super questionable, and I want to interrogate that further. But that's fine. Yep. <laughs> Um, but he found that the Guinness world record for the biggest pillow or blanket for is they're super close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, we'll put the school on the map. And so Troy says, well, let's just make it a blanket for it. We'll get more square footage and we'll get the record. But Abed does not want to sacrifice quality for square footage. Yeah. Uh, but Troy wants to meet the, the guy with the curly fingernails who has has a name who has a name uh is a real person i didn't write this down and i didn't didn't look this up too much further but i could visualize it i don't want to visualize it have you never seen it before i've seen it and i don't want that's why i don't want to visualize it it's so gross i think like snails comes to mind you know what i mean like (laughs) you know you do know what i mean though right yeah (laughs) i know what you mean yeah Uh i do things though i can't even do things with nails that are like you know uh, half an inch long. How you do you want to know any- how you do things when you're when you have uh, nails that are uh, so long that they wrap and coil like a snail shell? Do you want to know what you do? You have minions. You have oh. minions who do your bidding. This is your get rich quick scheme. Yes, long fingernails, correct. minions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So if if you're out there and you're like, man, how do I get a minion? Grow your nails out to Guinness World Record length, and <laughs> you too can have a small army of minions at your disposal. <laughs> Just like uh, what's his face Groot. from Despicable Me, yeah, yeah Groot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but but Troy wants to meet that guy, and Abed was like, you know what? I saw him on a talk show, and he's pretty pretentious. Yeah, he sucks. He sucks. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have Vice Dean is back with a beard and a ponytail French braid. He's going through a thing. He's having a lot of uh, <laughs> uh, personal moment. feelings. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Post, I mean, not post COVID, like we're still in it, but like since COVID all happened, I totally get where he's coming from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think that we are like, uh, we're deep enough into the pandemic that I don't believe I can anymore get away with like going through my goatee and French braid uh, phase. I should have done it already. You should, you missed the opportunity for sure. That was 2020 into 2021. I think so too. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so he asks if Troy has reconsidered the HVAC program. Uh, and he's like, no, I'm too busy with Abed. And so Vice Dean is trying to manipulate Troy by reminding him that Abed is Inspector Space Time and Troy is just Reggie. And Reggie never gets to blow the whistle unless the inspector says it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Vice Dean is basically Reggie on his own. You know, he's kind of always getting put down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Troy, the wheels are starting to turn. Yeah. He's getting into his head. Uh, meanwhile, Jeff finds Kim's locker and Annie's like, well, maybe you made out and then you for you just forgot about her. And some he's projection like, I don't make out going on, women. huh? Just some yeah. projection oh, yeah. happening here. But that's the thing. Like, we've we kind of been here, done that. Like, this has been a storyline before. I'm a little bored so with it. Little... I have to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. Um, and so I, I did like the bit though, where Jeff's like, I'm not self-centered. And then Annie sneezes and someone else is like, gazoot tight. And he's like, I didn't sneeze. I didn't sneeze. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then a guy approaches them and he says, oh, Kim died two weeks ago. Yes. We're having a rally for Garrett. And, and he's like, we saved him. 
We did saved we? him. Did we? <laughs> did we save him? Poor Garrett. Garrett's great mm. in this episode. Just lots of great little Garrett sightings. There, there was. I'll have to tell you the moment that I had decided who was getting my uh my sure. list point because it, sure, it sure. was momentous. Fair enough. So Subway approaches Britta. Uh, she calls him a meat pusher. Meat pusher. He says, "Oh, you're a vegetarian. Well, you should try our what is it? Our veggie delight." Yeah, and she's uh-huh. like, "You should try reading Orwell's 1984." <laughs> I have. And then he says he has. Awakened it awakened me. him in high school. <laughs> and she yeah. just calls him a puppet. And he's he's not allowed to discuss his former life. He can't have non-platonic relationships, practice religion in public, or eat any non-fresh, unhealthy food that he found anywhere outside of Subway. He's yeah. like, I just wanted to stand next to you for a moment. Just for a and moment. He, it was worth it. And he goes and he gives his tater tots to a blind guy. And he's like, you see more than all of us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God. So, yeah. of course, Britta's like, oh, like her heart is about to soar. Yeah, and so Shirley well. and Pierce are really thrilled about how that all yeah. went down. Top-notch whoremanship, Britta. Whorewomanship, that Whore is. Whorewomanship. I yep, forgot it was so the sorry. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> that line also got me because Shirley just looks so concerned. <laughs> She's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. But uh, Britta loves Subway. She's starting to fall for yeah, him. Yeah, she's smitten. She's smitten for sure. Uh, so she's going to the library. Uh, she takes out 1984, and uh, apparently there's a Subway napkin in it as a bookmark. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and he circles a passage in there, and he's just like, powerful passage, isn't it? She had become a physical necessity. Wow. And she's like, who were you before? But he can't say. He's like, I need to do this for three more years so I can open a nonprofit shelter for handicapped animals. Dogs with wheels for hind legs, deaf hamsters. Deaf hamsters. And Britta's just like, oh, blind cats? Like, she, yeah. that's all she wants. And he's like, well, I hadn't thought about it. And then he leaves, eat fresh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the this is the key to Britta's heart. This is the man mm-hmm. of her dreams, for sure. The, yeah. the, corp- the corporate so humanizational man of her dreams. It's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have them building the the pillow fort, and uh, Abed just like whistling "Daybreak" mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm, Isn't it good? Mm-hmm, yep. Like you gotta admit that like them using Roxanne not so only catchy. was it iconic for that episode, but then to get "Daybreak" for the rest of the season, like it's, you can't complain. It's so catchy. It's mm-hmm. very, very, very good, and it's just like a great little line of continuity all the way across this season. Yeah. This is really wonderful. I'm loving it coming back so much. Yeah. Um. So Abed tells Troy, "Don't forget to put the small ones in the middle, or the wall won't hold the ceiling." And Troy's like, "Why am I always the Reggie?" Uh. So he's, he's done he's, with this, yeah, and this is good that. continuity. I know it wasn't on last time, but like you know, some of the fracturing that's happening with Troy and Abed right now. And one of the things that was a big bummer to me was like last time out, Abed agrees. Okay, maybe sometimes you can tell me what to do, Troy. And then he immediately went off to the imagine uh, the imag- the dreamatorium rather yeah. all by himself. And now here's like Troy trying to like assert himself, and Abed won't hear any of it. So it's like last week yeah. never even happened. Yeah, Abed's just like, listen, you can make your blanket fort, but it can't be a part of my pillow fort. And so then Troy's just like, all right, fine, I'm gonna go start it somewhere else. And it's what it is bad. Heard. Like it's, it's yeah. sad. Like, and I think we're all on Troy's side here, where this is where Abed's. Uh, unbending nature can really come yeah. back to bite him when he has someone like Troy who usually is very willing to bend and to Abed's whims but when you often when you are the one who is always bending to somebody else yeah it just sucks and eventually yeah. you're gonna break yes uh, inevitably you're gonna break so yeah. uh, not super fun uh, meanwhile Jeff is really sad because he keeps thinking about this person Kim who died believing that Jeff was a dick uh, I thought this 
I, I have to admit, I thought that this was hilarious. Jeff's like fixation on like, I can't let this person have just died thinking I was the worst. Yeah. Which is like such a like the worst way of thinking about all of this. Yeah. And Annie is just like, well, you have to apologize to her locker. He's like, I don't know what I'm apologizing for. Mm-hmm. He's like, you were inconsiderate. Apologize yeah. for that. Uh-huh. Uh, meanwhile, behind him, Leonard is taking like the couch cushions. And he's like, what? I was going to lay on that couch. And <laughs> Leonard said, I was going to invest in IBM in 1952, but life is full of disappointment. Sure is. <laughs> sure um, is. So then we see in the library, Britta is eating Subway. And when Pierce and Shirley approach, and she just like shoves the sandwich aside. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pierce realizes that Britta is falling for Subway. And she's just like, I am not. Who do you think I am? I lived in New York. Yeah. And Pierce just flips out and he says, you never lived it. You never lived anyway. You're a weapon designed for sex. You only think you lived in New York because I implanted your memories. What is happening? He's uh, going insane. He has the ink poison. Yeah, he's been poisoned with ink. He's been drinking ink. (laughs) And so he says he has one more assignment. The pen is a microphone and it's also a mini flask. And he drinks a bunch of things. Yeah, and he's he's becoming speaking of Game of Thrones, he's like a warlock from Karth. He's got the blue raspberry mouth. Yes. And so he says, he says, plant this on Subway. And then he hands her a lipstick and uh-huh. he says, and by the way, freshen up. He, like, what does he look like? A corpse or something? <laughs> freshen up. <laughs> yeah. Freshen and, up. and the best part is he like, we hear we knew this was gonna happen because he does say microphones disguised as lipsticks. So mm-hmm. like there is a hint there earlier in the episode. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which honestly one of Pierce's most like smartest moments is in this episode. Like him tricking Britta with this is huge. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, no, yeah. he's, I mean, but it's like, is it, is it clever or is this like deranged genius? You it, know, is this why like not deranged? both? Guess it could be both. <laughs> Guess it could be both. <laughs> so in the study room, Abed and Troy are fighting. Uh, and you know, uh, Troy's just like, you know what? I'll remember that when I'm in the secret Guinness record holders clubhouse, I'll hang out with those two fat guys in motorcycles and be fitted for a beard of bees. Uh huh. <laughs> a beard of bees. Yeah. I'm hard pressed to think of something I want less than a beard of bees. I don't think I would mind a beard of bees. I don't want a beard of wasps. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to stop down on this too much. I can't. I wouldn't mind a beard of bees. Like not you could as much say that, that you would hate a beard of wasps more, but I mean, you wouldn't mind a beard it? of bees. Am I getting paid to do it? What's your price? What's your price for the beard of bees, Jess? Like five grand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like that's reasonable now. I think it's a little low you could do a for lot me. With five grand, you could do a lot for with Plus, five anything grand. Anything like under fifteen grand is like you don't have to deduct deduct the bees taxes aren't, from it. Are the bees not going to hurt me? The bees, I don't think bees sting unless you bought, like, I think wasps sting. I bees are good to for the environment. This. I would need to vet the animal. I would need to make sure that Hot we're talking vet about the, the animal. Right, you know, I, I would have to make sure. I'd have to go to Subway's clinic and make there sure that go. we're dealing with the right the right thing. Um, But yeah, so Dean just got off the phone with the Guinness. With Guinness. They're going to send someone to look at the blanket for, but they're 2,000 square feet short from the record. And Abed's pillow fort is in the way. And Abed refuses to connect them. Um, he says, I'd rather see my work destroyed than compromise it. And so mm-hmm. Dean is like, listen, we'll have a win-win. Abed destroys the pillow fort and everyone wins. Well, except Abed, but not everybody can win. Not everybody can win. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so Abed asks Troy if that's what he wants. And Troy says it is. And so Abed tells Magnitude to prepare to destroy the fort. Pop, 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 Captain. Captain. pop, pop. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, 
in the pillow fort, Subway and Britta meet, and Britta just snaps the pen in front of him. She's like, I can't plant this on you. Yeah. I can't, and I won't. Yeah. Our values, our identities, they mean nothing to me now. Only the primal remains. To me, you are simply a physical necessity. Yeah, and, and so we see them making start out. making out, and the lipstick is a recording device. And so Shirley and Piers are listening. Sure, to like, oh all no, of them. yeah. And Shirley leaves, and Piers is just guzzling. Yeah, morning. he's just a nightmare goblin in the corner drinking the blue ink. <laughs> so good. And this is the sad part: is like, I I do think we've had a, a real lack of Shirley content this the season. Yeah. And this episode kind of makes me sad because I think Shirley is totally like she doesn't. She's overshadowed by Pierce this episode, which is yeah. sad. And so, like, I unlike me to say, but Pierce really shines in this particular storyline. And Shirley is kind of just, like, left behind a little bit. Yeah, I think so, too. Shirley doesn't mm-hmm. have nearly as much to do as Pierce in this one. Should yeah. Shirley have been drinking pens? No, no, no. no I think, I don't know, we could have given Shirley something more, but I don't know exactly what. Yeah. Um. So, meanwhile, in the hallway, Jeff has flowers for Kim uh kim it's me jeff the inconsiderate jerk i don't remember hurting you but i have to assume that's what hurt you uh you know and he goes on and on i'm self-centered shallow jackass I just wish you were still here to forgive me and then it's kim who the was boy. there earlier i forgive you jeff uh apparently <laughs> they had hung out 10 times and jeff never remembered kim yeah. so kim was very upset about it and now jeff and kim hug it out and they're friends again but annie is not here for this yeah she thought, thought she was, was about the sisterhood, the sisterhood. yeah mm-hmm. she thought she was he was she was teaching him a lesson about all the girls he dominates and then ignores yeah uh she says don't waste your time on some weird cloying hypersensitive stalker with a girl's name come on annie yeah and kim is like there are 15 percent of all 15 percent of all uh, sorry, 16 percent mm-hmm. of all the kids yeah. are boys <laughs> yes yeah, so a lost number uh 16 15 would have been two actually mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know not uh not a annie's moment. top top mm-hmm. episode for me mm-hmm. not her worst certainly for sure no but- no but it's it's just really like in an episode where the other storylines are popping so much, this one really falls flat. Yes. Yeah. Um, so in the pillow fort, they're initiating protocol Omega. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abed says, goodbye, pillow fort. You were a beautiful dream. You were a beautiful dream. But the vice uh, dean is here and he's in yeah. footy jammies. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's going to, you know, continue to uh, manipulate the situation mm-hmm. so that Abed doesn't uh, uh, relinquish his control over his fort that he doesn't push the execute yeah. button um and you know he's basically uh saying, like don't like the the reggies the reggies of the world they're gonna keep you down inspector yeah uh, and also please could you look away from me right now i'm i'm going through some stuff i'm very insecure <laughs> i love I, that moment of the vice dean like cracks me up so much like please just look away like, i yes. need a moment um then we're in the in the dean's office and britta enters and pierce has the recording of britta having sex with subway and the subway rep is listening to it and he's like we're gonna let it slide we have really strict rules about romantic entanglements but we we can't stop them from having hearts these two are clearly in love they want to express that love in a very normal healthy oh wait wait what and then he like I love as as the recording is going on, he's like, oh, my God, I'm a yeah. father. Yeah, it's got unhealthy very quickly. And I was raised in the Bay Area, but I'm a father now. Uh, so Rick gets fired. And then he says to, like, someone, the bread is stale. The bread is stale. The bread is stale. The bread is stale. Uh, yeah. So he fires Subway, who we now know is Rick. 
mm-hmm. and Rick gets carted off, ever to be seen again. Do we see him again? We do. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, this is uh, this is tough. And this guy, what happened? Do we ever know? What with the with yeah? The what rep? was the thing? What was the thing? What was the thing that made this so uh... dirty, dirty sex stuff? Okay. <laughs> super dirty sex stuff i mean britta seems like she's into some stuff you know well, good you yeah, know I've no kink shaming here you know i hope everyone had a great time <laughs> sounds, i mean you're in a pillow fort sounds like the perfect place you know uh it's a very very fresh situation i don't know what we're getting so upset about over here two consenting uh, adults one of rep- whom is a corporation <laughs> the what's rep- the problem is just, just like if someone could hand me my jacket, I'll leave. And like everyone's like, you could just grab it <laughs> on the way why, out. I don't know why that killed me, but the <laughs> idea that this guy needed someone to like hand him the jacket. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, okay. There's some connotations there. That's fine. Um, yeah. so then Annie's gonna apologize to Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh she did not realize that she had had her own issues regarding gender roles, and it was unfair to take this out on Kim. And, and Jeff for- says, Wait, who is Kim? see i thought that was great i thought that that uh vaulted jeff pretty far forward uh above annie in this storyline because it's just such a great great outcome (laughs) to end exactly where he began yep very funny uh yeah and this is when britta thinks she sees subway but it's the new subway and he says i had a great time with you last night in the pillow fort the one exception being the deviant (laughs) sex act you initiated initiated without without my my consent. consent fresh unbelievably horrible just so horrible <laughs> he's dressed like so similarly to how rick was when yeah. he was subway yeah, he's like a white no blonde rick. guy yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah uh garrett um, shows up he runs from around the corner or at least emerges from around the corner there's a situation i would elaborate but i'm out of breath because i walked here very briskly this is the moment yeah <laughs> moment because i was really toying with like okay there's garrett there's vice dean no, Jess, like there's I have, subway i'm committed now unless it's impossible to not give it to garrett when garrett shows up garrett's getting my dean's list points we are making <laughs> it so that garrett is part the of fact, our theme song moving forward the fact that he says instead of saying like i walked here really fast the fact he's like i walked here really briskly mm-hmm. i walked here very briskly <laughs> it's just so funny. uh and it's so yeah, so let's uh, so we go from there to seeing what the situation is, and the situation is a huge turf war between the pillow yeah. fort and the blanket fort, and uh, we see uh, that this is going to be a big problem between who who yeah. gets to keep theirs. And the dean says, "Let's flip a coin," or no, you know what? I'll just make the call. Pillow fort comes down, uh, yeah, and there's a huge problem, and some of the blankets end up getting destroyed, and a huge fight breaks out. And Troy and Abed look at each other from across the room, and Abed warns us to be continued. Yeah, um, so great. Uh, yeah. My name is Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the end credit scene, which is just like Vice Dean speaking with Murray, and he's like talking about his master plan of like, oh, this is going to. We have the blanket fort going to war with the pillow fort. Uh, tor- soon they'll be torn asunder, and an unencumbered Troy will return to his destiny. Yes. Uh, and so then he's like, "Oh, I'll see you at band practice." And he picks up a trumpet and he just like walks away. Yeah, that's it's it. Such a weird end credit scene. Yeah, it's behind for me. You know. Yeah, me too. I guess it's about Troy and Abed, so it almost could qualify, but it doesn't have Troy and Abed, and it was just sort of weird. And I wasn't feeling charitable towards this one. <sighs> yeah, no, me either. It's just like meh. 
So it's yep. fine for me. Total meh. Um, all right. Some feedback, F community feedback. This is from the wise Corpo humanoid bandit uh, who writes and says, this has to be some of the weirdest 22 minutes of network television to have ever aired. And I love it. Subway might be the breakout guest star of the season for me. I was going to ask you what you thought the title meant, but uh, B-U-T-T, I think I just cracked it, says the wise Corpo humanoid bandit. Uh, <laughs> digital exploration of interior design. Okay. Got it. All right. I get it now. I get it now. Okay, so Riley says, one aspect of the episode that I really enjoy is how it builds off of the growing rift between Troy and Abed in season three. It's subtle at the beginning of the season. You see very little things like Troy appearing slightly bothered that Abed invited Annie to move in without even asking him. And then as the season goes on, you get bigger stuff like Troy having to save Abed from the impersonators. And now this episode. I guess to Riley's point, Jess, I appreciate this about the continued continuity, um, but I don't like it. I don't like seeing. No, you don't want to see. It's like when you watch Friends and Joey and Chandler are fighting. Mm -hmm. Like it's not fun, but it is. It is at least the. I do think season three has really good continuity in terms of like an overall story arc. Um, Eric asks, "Team pillow or team blanket?" Like in terms of this context, Jess, or generally. I think, well, we could say both, I guess. I would say in this context, I'm Team Troy, which is Team Blank. I'm also Team Troy in this instance. I think, Even though I think that the pillow fort seems like it would probably be cooler in a lot of ways. Um, I think Abed yeah. needs to be a better friend to his friend right now. Yeah. In terms of pillows or blankets in general, I think I got to go pillow because. Yeah. Like you could stack enough pillows on yourself to become a blanket. <laughs> you certainly could. <laughs> I completely agree with that take that yeah. I bet a bunch of people being like, what are they talking about? But <laughs> think about it for half a second longer, folks. Yeah, you'll get it. Um, if you could be a corpo humanoid, which corporation would you be? Something oh. that's chocolate for sure. Uh, like a lint truffle chocolate. Maybe Dove. Dove is good. I like Dove. I don't think I'm as I don't think I'm bougie enough to be lint. You know, I need a little bit lower brow. Uh huh. I'm trying to think of what Even I would like Nestle. What would I be if I were the person, if I were a corpo? Would you be pizza? <laughs> like a, a brand of pizza? Probably, but I don't know that I want to be any of the corporate pizzas. You want to be like a hole in the wall pizza. Yeah. And I don't think that we're really saying it's quite that. Um, so what would be like the, the corporation? Uh, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> she got one. it. I have a weird one. Okay, what if you wanted to be Scrub Daddy? Scrub Daddy? <laughs> like cleaning sponge. Why do I want to be Scrub Daddy? What it's is wrong cute, here? It's like a cute little smiley face. <laughs> and when it's hot, it's like squishy. And then when it's cold, it's like hard, you know? How about this? Here's who I want to be. I want to be HBO Max. And the reason oh. that I say that I want to be HBO Max is because we are recording this on Wednesday, August 3rd at just about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I wonder if HBO Max will still be alive by the time we drop this podcast in the community building feed. <laughs> uh, because the way the wind is blowing with HBO Max right now, I am not so sure. So yeah. I will endure as HBO Max. Okay. I will take all of the HBO Max content with me. I will release Batgirl. 
Um, Eric also asked me how great it would have been if Kim was actually Daniel Day Kim. And the answer is very great. Let's do the meow meow beans, Jess. Um, mm-hmm. I gave Chang a bagel. He's not here. Um, I don't, I am a little concerned about what's happening with Chang. Yeah. Uh, give me like your quick, time. your quick thought on the Changing that happened last episode, even though he wasn't here this episode. Uh, there appears to be an uprising in development. Uh, <laughs> it appears that Chang wants to hire a small army of children to take mm-hmm. out the Dean. Am I following this correctly? Yeah. Yep. I'm excited to see how that goes. <laughs> I'm very nervous, yeah. but I'm very curious as well. Uh, so Chang gets a bagel. It was a couple of threes for Annie, who I didn't love Annie's uh, yeah. arc in this episode personally. Shirley was a three just because she didn't have much to do. I gave a three five to both Abed and Troy. Ultimately, I don't like seeing my friends fight like that. Uh, I gave a pair of fours to Jeff and to Pierce. Uh, for Jeff's uh, line of who's Kim at the end, I thought was hysterical. Pierce with the with the blue ink mouth. Uh, I don't know why it destroyed me, but it did. I gave Dean a four, mostly as a bump from um, not being here last time, and I kind of conflated this moment where Dean literally collapsed in front of Jeff's shadow in the episode previously. <laughs> so I just needed to uh, like honor that's that. That's fair, retroactively, yeah. You're yeah, uh, yeah. Britta gets a five. Britta's on fire. I'm so mm-hmm. here for everything that's going on with Britta these days. Very good yeah. stuff. Uh, going lowest to highest, of course, Chang gets a bagel. He's not present. Jeff gets a two and a half. Again, I think that I prefer I Annie in the like duo of Jeff and Annie in this storyline even though it's not my favorite Shirley and Abed I gave threes Shirley because she doesn't have a ton of content and Troy and Abed because I do think that Troy is the stronger character in that storyline I think that on each pairing there's a strong character and a weak character and I think that Troy is the stronger one not just like because Abed does stuff I don't like but more because he's not as funny like Troy has the funny bits more yeah um and so I gave Annie a three and a half, mostly because of the stuffed animal bit, which really, really, and the saved Garrett bit, which really cracked me up. Yeah. Um, I gave Troy a four, uh, Dean a four, and then I gave Pierce a four and a half because just everything he was doing was cracking me up this episode. It was a good Pierce episode. It, was it really, really was. really good. Yeah. But I didn't want to give him a full five because I wanted to reserve that for Britta, who I feel like totally deserved it everything she did this episode cracked me up it was so good with nine episodes left on the board here in season three Britta currently sits at a seven point meow meow bean lead over Abed and Troy who are in second and third place it continues we'll see can she hold tight I hope she can this is fun I like this for Britta I think this is a great journey for her very I'm good. happy that she's gaining the lead here just in case we have a couple bad Britta episodes that hopefully she can kind of maintain that lead. Okay. We'll because I think generally speaking, like Britta feels like a little bit more of an up and down character, whereas characters like Troy and Abed are pretty consistently. It's going to be hard for Troy so. and Abed to ever like score much lower than a three. You exactly. Know, like, I, exactly. I, it's hard for me to envision if it ends up happening. Um, yep. Dean's list points. I think we both went to Garrett. Uh, I think our heart yeah. like had like a little bit of subway in it, but they got the wrong subway by the end of this. And I really do feel Jess, anything we can do to make sure that Corey B can incorporate Garrett in the theme song for community building. Crisis alert. <laughs> Yeah, we need that. So Garrett's on TV. And if Garrett's really, really funny, and if he is so funny that it is at least comparable to the next Mm -hmm. funniest person on the show, I think I'm inclined to give it to Garrett right now. 
And he's he has a two point lead currently, currently. Um, with Vice Dean in second. And I thought he was funnier than Vice Dean for sure. This episode, yep. I just had to give an honorable mention to Subway because he he is such a funny character to Good like character. pair with Britta. He's so great. So yes. that was fun. Yeah, that was fun for sure. Uh, the cool, cool, cools. Let's rate the episode. Jess, I gave it a three, three. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I had a really fun time coming back to community after a week off. Um, you know, it wasn't like magnificently special or anything, but I, I laughed a lot watching this one. Three, three feels like a fair score. Yeah. Same. I'm very close to what you gave it a 3.4 for me. I really enjoyed it. I think that the two of the three storylines are really great. And this, the third storyline is fine. It's not bad. And so I just think that it's, I don't know. It's an above average episode for me. Um, the audience was very, very nearly with us with a 3.28, uh, bringing our current average to a 3.33. Now that puts this one in eighth place, Okay. which I don't know why it feels very low to me, but when I look at the uh, episodes above it, like uh, competitive ecology, foosball, documentary filmmaking redux, like I do feel like, you know what? It probably does deserve to be in eighth place because a 3.33 isn't bad. It's yeah, just, it feels I mean, like looking, a low spot. It's right above geography of global conflict. And I almost want geography of global conflict to be like right above it almost. I don't know, but I, I don't think that this is unfair. I'm looking at the seven through one spots, remedial chaos, regional holiday music, studies in modern movement, documentary. Like all of these are, and obviously you know how I felt about horror fiction and seven spooky steps. Like I do feel like these episodes belong uh, in the upper half uh, of the season. Uh, as it currently stands right now. So I don't know. I think it's again, like another Testament. This has been a fun season of community for sure. Really, really yeah. good stuff. Yeah. I, I think it's such a great, a great season. It's definitely has its ups and its downs. I don't think it's as consistently good as season two, but yeah. it's still, when it, when it does connect, it connects hard. It connects hard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of connecting hard next week, pillows and blankets. Oh, You've man. already well, seen it, but it's such a good episode. Or excuse me, I'm, two weeks, two weeks. I'm excited. Now. I'm excited for it. It will be in two weeks time. We may or may not have a special guest for this one. Mm -hmm. We have to have some behind the, the behind the blanket conversations about this guest and whether or not we're going to be able to pull it off. But I'm really hopeful that we can. We'll just talk scheduling offline, Jess. Yep. Uh, but if we're able to swing this, this will be very, very fun. Pillows and blankets. Uh, I remember really enjoying this episode, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to revisiting it. Sad to have a week off from the show, but psyched for you, Jess Sterling, for another year around the sun. Yes, I'm really excited. I I don't take like a ton of time off usually, so it'll be kind of nice to have a full week. I don't know what I'm going to do not podcasting for a full week. It's going to be very strange for me. It can be um, weird. Yeah, but yeah. it's also a uh, good weird, you know, yeah, strangely liberating, probably hammock time you know yeah oh i, I i'm bringing real books with me like Ooh. actual physical books i'm like pretty excited about yeah that. um well everyone give great vibes to jess not just for her birthday but for the much needed time off if you are enjoying the post-show recaps experience whether you are a patron or not you have to thank Jess Sterling for the lion's share of it. Without Jess Sterling, post-show recaps is not possible straight up. So enjoy your vacation. Turn your notifications off. Do not <laughs> turn them on. Keep them <laughs> off. Stay offline. Stay <laughs> offline as long as you can. But I am, I am grateful for you as a colleague and as a dear friend, Jess. So happy birthday in advance, and please enjoy your time away.
I'll try. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for time off. I, you know me. I like can't help myself. But I know I'm you. Be- That's why I'm trying to like <laughs> peer pressure you on the podcast. Of, like, please sign off. Yeah, Go no, I will. It's going to be great. I'm really excited to rest and, and relax a little bit and have some fun and have a nice, I think we're going to do like steak for dinner. Oh, yeah. So love good a good stuff. steak. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, folks. Well, what else we have going on, Jess, before we sign off? Paper Girls. Yes. So uh, the Pretty new Amazon Prime. There's a lot going on from you, Jess. A lot of shows that start with P, for sure. Uh, we got Paper Girls, which is on Amazon Prime Video. Check that show out. I'm telling you, it is such a hidden gem. I don't know if people are really talking about it a lot, but I've been loving it. I've seen four episodes so far. Deidre and I are covering them episode by episode, unspoiled. I've read the graphic novel. She hasn't. I also highly recommend the graphic novel if you haven't read it. Um, So, so, so well done so far. I love all the characters. I think they found some really talented young actresses as well. Um, So check that out. And of course, Pretty Little Liars. If you're into like a little bit of horror, a little bit of spooky, but still want some teen drama, check, check that out. It's on HBO Max. Um, Sarah and I have been really loving that one. We're having a ton of fun trying to solve the mystery of who A is. Um, so check that out as well. And then, of course, you can always hear me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me with Sarah um, talking about Dawson's Creek, talking about Boy Meets World. Um, we actually talked about bees on the most recent <laughs> Boy Meets yes. World, too. So yes. a lot of bee talk. Um, so check us out at Shit 90s Pod. And, of course, you could find me at DJS Sterling on Twitter. All right. I'm at Round Howard on Twitter. Follow me for all the posts, your recaps, updates. Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to tweet things out, retweet things out. And of course you can follow at post show recaps. We'll tweet out every single podcast that we are doing. And of course, if you want to support us directly, Hey, a great birthday present, right? Jess Sterling. If people want to like, especially, oh, just, yeah, you know, they should probably send you something better than going to patreon.com slash post show recaps. <laughs> No, absolutely become a patron for to give me as a birthday present, become a patron because not only will like you can be giving me the gift of your patronage, but also you're getting the gift of meeting your community because I'm telling you, like if you need someone to chat about probably literally anything, but mostly like TV movies, want to play some D&D like this is the place to be for it. It is one of the most supportive communities I've ever experienced in my entire life. There is always someone willing to chat with you about pretty much anything. So, yeah, join up to become a patron for the month of August. It's still early. It's still still early. It is patreon.com slash post show recaps. Or if you want to get some swag, you can go to our post show recaps store at postshowrecaps.com slash store. Get a shirt, get a mug. And, uh, you know, get excited because you got cool things. All right, folks. Well, that's going to be it for community building this week. We will be back in two weeks time to talk about pillows and blankets. Until then, Corey B, take us away. This is a show in season three. If you didn't know, we included the Dean, Wiggler and Jazz. Here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail with all of our friends The brightest timeline's here to shine The way community building is here to stay Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.